morning, team. Gang, Alison. Good morning to you. Always uh, there. Quick on the quick on the buttons. Good morning. It's Friday. We made it to the end of the week. Well done. Craig, how are you, mate? Morning, Sean. Good to see everyone jumping on now. James. Good day, mate. How you going? Everything seems to be uh, running smoothly this morning, which is awesome. Great to see all of you guys jumping on Friday the 13th. Uh, they say Friday 13th are unlucky for some, but no, we're going we're gonna to change that today. We're going to make it lucky. going to make it a good day. So hopefully, wherever you are, you're well and you're safe, as always. Uh, welcome to the show, Wealth Coffee Chats, Friday the 13th of August. Um, welcome back to the regulars. Uh, anyone who's new, if you're new, give us a shout out in the chat. Say new, say good day. Uh, we can see you there. And um, if you haven't, uh, if you haven't met me before, Jason Witten's my name. Uh, been property investing over 20 years, helping property investors since 2003. Um, invest in property across Australia and New Zealand. And each morning we get together round about 8:05. A bit later this morning. A bit late today. <laughs> Morning, back at your tenure. Uh, so, good morning to all of you guys. Um, Alison, Simon, Kelly, Laura, Hanumut, uh, Hanumant. If I can get that right, I've got to get my pronunciation, pronunciation a bit better. Chris, Jeff, Tanya, Laura, and Nadine. Great to see all of you guys jumping on this morning. A few things I want to talk about today. Um, and uh, before we dive into the Wealth Coffee chat, just wanted to Give a big shout out to next next week. You guys know this. Next week, next week, gang, uh, mentoring. You guys know every two weeks on a Monday, we uh, we get together and spend about two to three hours diving deep into property investing. These wealth coffee chats, obviously, uh, a little bit of motivation, inspiration, couple of tips and techniques. But you guys know if you're in our mentoring and coaching program, we dive deeply into the data, into the info, into the training, into the inspiration every two weeks, every Monday, every second Monday. And then on a Friday, you guys know that we do a coaching call if you're in our program. And I want to give you a shout out for this one, not to be missed. Uh, I'm going to be doing, uh, as many of you guys know, I've got a podcast called The Wealth Faculty. And uh, I'm going to be interviewing a lady called Megan Wolfenden. Her and her husband uh, have purchased over 100 properties across Australia and America. Uh, And she's going to tell us about those stories, the ups and the downs of owning those things. She was one of Australia's most successful. uh, She was the number one Mona V business owner in Australia and New Zealand. And um, uh, these days, she is uh, one of... Um, our very successful property investors um, that we that we work with at Positive, and she is actually coaching property investors now too. So uh, we're going to talk to her. She's got two best-selling Amazon books. She um, she is a thriver, a survivor of breast cancer. What an amazing story! Uh, just a crazy, amazing lady. Her and her husband Anthony. Uh, we're going to be. I'm going to be interviewing her um, uh, this. Monday, then myself and Sam are going to be diving deep into the modelling techniques of Australia's most successful property investors. And uh, 
I don't know. Give me a shout out in the chat, gang. Do you guys know how many properties Australia's most most successful property investor owns personally? Um, and what's his name? What is his name? The most Austra- the residential property investor, residential property investor. Who's Australia's most re- successful residential property investor? Anyone know? Chuck it in the chat for me. Tell me. Do you know, know um, who that is um, as we go? And to answer your your question, Jeff, yeah, mate, no, there was uh, there was a few things. I had to step over a few uh, branches on the way. There was a little bit of wind last night. Um, a few branches fell down on my uh, on my path on the way to my office. <laughs> Love it. Uh, I should. Uh, you know what I'll do? I'll take you. I'll take you guys for a walk next time uh, on the way to my my office one morning. That'd be good. But there you go. Few of the team already know the answer to this one. It's Harry Triggerboff team. Harry Triggerboff. And uh, he's a legend. Tim, he started, get this, get this. He started um, with one investment property. And now, um, Jeff, he's just over 6,000 investment properties. He started with one and now he has 6,000. Right. What can we learn from Harry Triggerboff, right? We can learn a lot from Harry. And myself and Sam are going to deconstruct we're going to deconstruct that stuff. We're going to dive deep into that gang uh, about what can we learn from very successful people because really at the end of the day, this is not new. Property investing is not new. It's been done before, all right? It's been done before. This is It's an interesting one, isn't it? We think, oh, we've, we've stumbled across some secret. No, it's not a bloody secret. People have been investing in property for hundreds of thousands of years. Uh, let's find out how they did it successfully and made it work. So that's what we're doing on Monday night. Don't miss it, gang. Make sure you register. For those of you in our coaching and mentoring program, you will get the invite and the uh, the registration link. And if you're not in our coaching and mentoring program, you bloody should be. Give us a shout out if you want some coaching. You need some coaching. Um, you need some assistance. Anyway, let's get on with today's conversation and chat, which is about uh, billions and billions and billions and billions of dollars. Check this out, gang. Who... Uh, right now, uh, has made, oh, I think I went too far. There we go. Um, the CBA. The CBA makes a, a record or recorded a 8.65, 8.65 billion. Let me say that again. Billion, 8.65 billion dollar profit. The bank, 6.5. billion. Gang, listen, I thought the banks were crying poor. I thought they were, uh, you know, uh, doing it tough because they were letting people pause their mortgages. Are you kidding me? Team, gang, I know people, and and this is not not a cheap shot. This is kind of maybe like a life lesson. Gang, like I know people who didn't pause their mortgage when they could in COVID. Um. They didn't put their mortgage when they could in COVID because they they thought it was the right thing to do because they didn't want to put pressure uh, elsewhere. Team gang. Now, the banks did their bit. I take my hat off to them, but they didn't do it for free. $8.65 billion. Check this out. They're going to be returning $10 billion to shareholders through dividends and buybacks. Right? They're going to get wealthier. The banks always, 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 
always win team gang, right? Um, and it's an interesting one. I might do something about that stuff. Like why? Why didn't you pause your mortgage when you could? Why didn't you squirrel away cash when you could? It was a free hit. It wasn't going to affect you or anyone else. It was about making sure you built up piles of cash because you didn't know what was going on. It was the most uncertain time I've been through in 20 years as a property investor. And if you could, you should. Uh, It's an interesting question. And uh, one, I think for many of us, we mess with what we think about in our minds with money and our values. And, you know, if I can't, if I don't pay the mortgage, then there's something wrong with me. No, no, you're being smart with your money. You're not being misleading. You're not doing anything illegal. Um, You're being clever about resources. Number one rule, and I've said this many times, control the cash. If you have no cash, if you have no liquidity, access to money, and you have a bump in the road, you're going to get yourself sometimes in trouble. All right, there we go, there we go. Anyway, so big dollars out there. The banks have got a lot of money. Team, I've said this uh, before. I've said it plenty of times. There is more money looking for a home in circulation and for things to do than um, literally at, like in, in forever, all right? There is trillions scouring the globe right now, trillions scouring the globe right now looking for something to do to get a return because all across the world, team, interest rates are at record lows. Money in bank accounts Money in government bonds is worthless. It's rubbish. Um, and it's looking for homes. So, Chris and Allison, yes, you know, um, the profits have increased. NAB is going to do a buyback. And uh, absolutely, that's one thing we should dive into tonight. That is what I was going to say. Uh, team, tonight, myself and Andy Fenton get on Wealth, Wine and Wisdom. And we're going to talk about these things as well. So, we'll dive into what's going on with the banks. Uh, Andy will talk about. Um, that stuff and explain it. Perfect. Uh, Alison, thanks for the reminder. If you have any questions about what's in the news, things you're seeing, um, all those sorts of all those sorts of conversations, let us know. Chuck them in the chat. Join us tonight at 5 p.m. We debrief the week, man. Andy, we have a glass of wine, one or maybe one too many sometimes, um, but have a glass of wine, talk about what's going on. And uh, it's uh, many of you guys join me and... Uh, and it's a lot of fun. So appreciate you being there. Next one, right now. This is the interesting one, right? Uh, build to rent. Build to rent. Okay. What is build to rent? Um, it is uh, a, a scheme that the government wants to build more properties because the private development sector, team, the private development sector, and they already know this, the government and APRA napalm the supply chain, right? Um, the private development sector has uh, can't keep up with the demands, the needs for real estate, and what are they going to do about it, right? Okay, so um, what they've decided to do, and they've tried this plenty of times before with other schemes, and I think this scheme is probably the one that will work. Um, uh, it's going to be... Uh, a scheme where they can um, get in. Oh, why is that doing that? Oh, there we go. Let's have a look at this. There we go. Um, the developers can get in and build some things. But the challenge is, have a look at this team. 
like the total dwellings approved down, right? Like significantly down in many places, right? Okay. Um, and this is uh, just a snapshot. I think this was July. Uh, I think I was just trying to find the date there. Um, so think of this. And I just wanted to show you the number there. Have a look at New South Wales and Victoria. Total dwellings approved, 5,000 and 6,000, okay? So if we go back to this, which is uh, build to rent global players coming into Australia, right now we have two global players right now coming into Australia with build to rent. Basically, there are big institutions. They're going to build big buildings or lots of apartments, and they're not going to sell them. They're going to keep them. Okay, just like you and me, they're going to become residential property investors. Okay, uh, and they're going to keep them. One player, which is called Investor Property, right now, plans to build five billion dollars worth of apartments, five thousand, five thousand properties, five thousand apartments um, that are, that's going to be taken out of the private ownership circle and into the corporate ownership circle, okay? 5,000. Team, 5,000. 5,000 properties out of the Melbourne market. 5,000 properties out of the um, out of the uh, Sydney market and so on and so on and so on. Um, the Victorian government just announced a tax break for these companies, and they are going to get a 50% land tax deduction for the next 22 years. So so 50% less. How's that? Give it to those guys who build build to rent, but not you and me as as the investors that hold up the bloody um, the economy. Tell you what, gives me the shits, that sort of stuff. But anyway, there you go. The rich get richer. Mm. So... They're going to get a tax break on land tax for 22 years. You watch this space, team, um, because here's what's happening. What's going on is the the small developer the building their properties will be will be priced out of those apartments and those well located apartment places with the build to rent buyers coming into the into town are going to take massive amounts of supply out of the already, already undersupplied, already undersupplied marketplace team. So watch this space. That's going to be a, a real interesting, interesting. Or, or a bit of an issue. So um, we're going to dive into those tonight, team, um, as we go and um, and have a bit of a look at some other questions and other things that what's in the news. So Friday, we go back here. Remember... Register on Monday for mentoring. If you haven't already, it's going to be a cracker. Megan Wolfenden, uh, wealth, um, the Wealth Faculty interview with Megan and myself and Sam are going to dive into uh, picking apart the wealthiest investors in Australia. And then uh, tonight, me and Andy, Wealth, Wine and Wisdom, we're going to talk about what's going on in a few of these places and spaces too, team, uh, as you go. So, um, yeah, uh, interesting, Alison. The thing is, with those big companies that buy these buildings, they're publicly listed companies, Alison. They don't care. They don't care about having their buildings vacant for a year. They don't care. They've got free money, right? <laughs> it's, 
it's kind of ludicrous almost, right? They can afford to have things vacant for 20 years uh, if they want to. Um, they probably shouldn't um, because then people won't invest money with them. But overall, uh, when publicly listed companies get into, into these things, they've got deeper pockets, they've got way more buffer built in, and their cost of their money technically is free. If they don't create a return for investors one year, then so what? Okay, they do have to worry about people taking their money and investing it somewhere else, but they get a bit more leeway than you and me. If we can't pay uh, our rent for a year, that's pretty tough going. I can tell you that one. All right. Anyway, um, a little bit of a bits a day today in Wealth Coffee Chats. Just wanted to give you guys a bit of a shout out for a few things. Monday, mentoring. Tonight, Wealth, Wine and Wisdom. And I wanted you to really have a think about money and banks and what's going on out there in the marketplace because there's a lot of dough looking for something to do uh, and it's coming to the residential property investment space and it's only going to get worse. Team, listen to me. Supply is only going to get worse. Big players coming in, built to rent in these prime locations. The supply chain, the uh, the private development supply chain is down a long way. Interest rates are low and will stay low for quite a while. At some point within the next three years, maybe even two, all right, okay, at some point within the next two or three years, Australian government will open up immigration into Australia and it will be it will set records, and I'm calling this, it will set records for three to five years. That's what I'm calling. Immigration into Australia. You add these things up, team, right now, these last 12, 18 months, two years, is, has been and will be a perfect time to get your portfolio positioned, okay? The Brisbane Olympics is coming. All sorts of good stuff. Anyway, there you go. Um, I think that's it. Wealth Coffee Chat done. Uh, it wasn't really much as in a concert theme today, but I just wanted to have a bit of a bit of a rant, bit of a bit of a chat. There you go. Tonight, join me and Andy for Wealth, Wine and Wisdom. Um, I think that's about it. All right. Hope you guys are awesome. Enjoy the rest of your day, Friday, 13th. And um, be well, be good, and join me tonight. You guys know the drill. Five o'clock, you'll see the alerts. If you don't know how to get those, go to our page or our mentoring groups and uh, you'll and press on the uh, subscribe button, I think. Anyway. All right, team. That's it. Adios. Have a good day. See you tonight if you're going to join me. Bye-bye.